Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au. All right, episode 110 of the Talk and Power podcast. I'm Nick DeCimbri and I'm joined with my co-host. We've got a full studio. Everyone on the radio station will be happy to hear that. I'm here with Todd Brinkworth. Todd, thanks for joining us. No worries. Simon Gonzo Travellini over there. Thanks Nick. for joining us, Simon. And right over there in the corner, we've got Brendan Franklin. Brendan, hey. thanks for joining us. Thanks, fellas. It's good to have everyone here back in the studio. And uh, I just want to kick off by saying that we are deeply sorry for the people of Bunbury. We, they might be thanking us for not going, actually. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but, yeah, we're deeply sorry we weren't able to attend the um, Bunbury Geograph Motor Museum show that was on um, a few weeks, or oh, a couple of weeks ago. Perth was in a lockdown, and uh, we weren't able to get down there. No, but I did hear they still had a ripper of a day, apparently. I had many friends from Australian, Bunbury, and surrounds that uh, went and had a look. And said it was still a great day. So shout out to the Bunbury Motor Museum. We will get down there again. We will. Christine, so if you later. And I know Christine does listen. Yeah. She does listen all the time. So if you guys had have left a few hours earlier. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting you bring that up, Simon, because I'd like to talk about that. That that that's You're right. We could have left on Friday night and made it down there. But I felt that wasn't in the spirit of the lockdown. Oh, that so, spirit thing again. Yeah, I'm bringing, I like to bring the spirit of something in when it suits my agenda. Spirit of the rules. I was rules. about to say, you're probably one of the only few people that, you know, maybe follow the rules. Oh, I think there was plenty of people that had spirit that's yeah. Yeah, that weekend. I, um, anyway. I, I know a few people that still left at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Anyway, we won't name names, but, you know. We're not naming names. Anyway, we'll, we'll leave that at that. That's that's all fair enough. Um, just quickly, what have you guys been up to anyway? Work. Work. Yeah. Well, you've been work. up to work. 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 Brendan, I know you've been up to work as well. Been up to work and after work, been up to work as well. Yeah. some videos. Has <laughs> baby going well? Going really well, yeah. We yeah. took him out, took the HZ out on the weekend, so he jumped in and we took oh. him for a lap yesterday up the coast. It was, it was good. He was chilled the whole way. He's, he's a pretty happy kid. Like, oh, beautiful. Can't complain beautiful. at all, so yeah. He's That's really nice good. to hear. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, um... Yeah, as I said, we're disappointed for missing the Bunbury show, but anyway, life life goes on. And Christine, we will get down there, and uh, thanks for all your support in any event. Um, I want to kick off. I'm going to change the rundown a little bit here. I want to talk about something special that happened very recently. Uh, Jack Miller oh. winning the MotoGP. I think we'd, it would be appropriate to kick off the show with that. I know it's further down in the run list, but let's start off with that. So, so we saw Jack Miller shine... About five years ago, mm. satellite Ducati team, um, you know, not not that well funded, and uh, a torrential rain race, and and Jack just drove through the pack like he was in a different race in a different class, mm. and I believe back then I think the bookies were paying a thousand to one. Wow! Fast forward five years, and and we haven't. You know, we've just seen him. He's, he's trying. He qualifies well. He's top yep. qualified on a number of, you know, occasions. Um, he's shown, you know, glimpses of, of what he can do. But last night, what he did, it was just unbelievable. Mm. Just showed so much maturity, so much control. Started the race qualifying third and just kept the pressure on. 
and worked his way to the top. And then once he was in the lead, and this was where I, I really saw a different Jack Miller than we have seen in the past, he controlled the race from the lead. As, as the, the gap closed up, he would widen the gap. And he just went as fast as he needed to be and where he needed to be. And I really hope that this is a, um, a sign of, of the Jack that we're going to see for the rest of this season because he is now officially a championship contender. Mm, yeah, most yep. certainly. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he not uh, break out, even like extend his lead on the last lap? Did yeah, I? Correct, yeah, he did. He, right. did. Yeah, so he did. He didn't back off. Even uh, He had the, probably the opportunity to back off. He actually went faster he, on the last lap. He controlled the gap. Yeah. And, and I guess, see, what you, when you watch those bikes, particularly with the new super slow-mo technology, and you, you can appreciate this, Brendan, you can see how much the back of that bike's sliding. Yeah. Now, the more aggressive you are, the more you're going to shred that rear tyre. So you need to, you need to have that uh, ability to conserve it, and you need, to be, you need to find that balance between you know, not ending up in second or third as we have seen in the past, but not destroying the tyre at the same time. And, mm. and he, he mastered it last night. It was, it was the best ride I have ever seen Jack Miller uh, perform in his entire career. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, certainly. And proud to be Australian and Italian at the same time. Yeah, it reminds me of the Casey Stoner days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I hope that uh, we see a lot more podiums for Jack yep. this season. And hopefully this is his season. We, we've talked about it a couple of times that, you know, it's going to be this year, it's going to be this year. But, I mean, it was just a masterful ride. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Do you think Marquez's fall that he had again in practice... Pretty bad one. Has this is having now a number of falls he's having. Is this having an effect on his confidence? Would that explain his ninth position in this race? You know, I, it, it, it's a hard thing to answer because, on the one hand, you could argue that the rest of the field and and the the, the rest of the manufacturers have caught up, if not even possibly surpassed him. You could argue that Honda may have been withholding some technology. I mean, if you remember, they had the Olin's shock introduced, you know, sort of pre-mid-season, and we saw a massive jump in the performance of the Hondas. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was a bad crash. Uh, his arm did survive. That was a big concern for the team and himself and his doctors. Um, but I think... If you were going to say that anything may have, have dampened his confidence, it would be in the fact that the, the front just washed out. Mm. And yeah. Nakagami, exactly the same thing on the same turn happened to him. So if there was anything that was going to, you know, sort of rattle you, that, that'd that have to be in. Mm. Yep. Yep. No, understandable. I have one other question. What happened to the Yamaha, more importantly, Fabio Quattororo? What What's that? He fell off the cliff like... He actually fell off the cliff that bad. He didn't even finish in the top 10. Do, does anyone know what his tyre selection was? I don't recall. Was it, wasn't it medium-medium? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. I'm pretty sure. Because uh, yeah, Miller was. and uh, Bagnaio, uh, the number two Ducati, were both medium-medium, I believe. I'm pretty sure they were both medium-mediums. And uh, there was some footage they showed of the rear tyre coming into coming to bits. You could see it flapping around in the breeze. But apparently it was the front tyre that just let go. Just went off. Yeah, um, yeah. over over pressurized due to heat. Could be. Could that's be. what they said on the. I mean, I, I guess if you brake hard, 
and uh, you know he is a late breaker. Um, I, I look, you know, Yamaha's come in, in leaps and bounds from a couple of seasons ago, and their own engineers admitted a couple of seasons ago that their bike was, mm. you know, yeah, a bit of a pile of crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but Franco Morbidelli's Yamaha—that's a two-year-old yeah. bike, that one. Yeah, this was yeah, supposed but to Nick, be... Nick, how many times have we seen satellite teams yeah. surpass <laughs> the factory teams? Yeah. Yeah, you with know, older technology. With older technology. I mean, Nakagami went back to his 2020 bike. Mm, yep. yep. Pre-race. So, you know, it. look, I, I don't know how it works in the world of MotoGP, but let's take something, you know, of similar purity, go-kart racing. Um, guys that are serious about it, no matter what age, they'll have different chassis for different tracks. Mm. You know, it could be the thickness of the, the uh, rear axle, it could be how the side pods are attached. It's all about getting the chassis flex right, spacing the wheels accordingly, a different track, et cetera, et cetera, different toe in, toe out, whatever the case may be. It may be that some of these chassis have been developed around tracks um, that, you know, they don't suit other tracks. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? This was a Yamaha, and for those listening, I'm saying that in inverted commas, this is a Yamaha track, so... Yeah, um, it wasn't last night. No, no, it certainly wasn't. It certainly wasn't. Congratulations to Jack Miller. It was great to see. Hey, Moto Two. That's, you that, say? that's the other. No, what I was going to say is the the tracks that we've got coming up now are in inverted commas Ducati tracks. Yep. You know, long straights, yep. high speed sections. So if if he can dominate on a Yamaha track, what's he going to do on a Ducati track? Yep. Moto Two, Remy Gardner. How great was that as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And it was great to see Remy come out, congratulate Jack at the end of the race. So we had two Aussies. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was really great to see. And, and you know, it's it's funny you should bring that up because uh, I, I just wanted to catch the qualifying results before I left tonight, and and I put it on, and you know they have the the flags for the countries, and my wife said. Only one Aussie. And I said, no, no, there's one coming up through the ranks. It'll be here soon. Yeah. <laughs> Just watch this space. <laughs> It'd have to be next year, a birth next year, you would think. Even oh. maybe this year, eh? Do you reckon? Nah, nah maybe testing uh, later this year or next year, but I'd say the year after. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Gons. Yeah, okay. 2023, I reckon. Oh, 2023. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. not even next year. Okay, righto. Okay, well, yeah. congratulations to him anyway. And he's, uh, I mean, you, you know, he'd want to... He would want to, for his own personal self, he's young, mm. you know what I mean? So he's got plenty of time. Yeah. And, and I'd say he'd want to win a championship in a lower category before he moves up. Mm. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. No, fair enough. Hey, we're going to take a short break here because uh, we're due to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more, lots more. We've got a heap to get through tonight, so we'll be back with more right after this. Okay, Talking Power Podcast, episode 110. I'm Nick DeCembre, joined by with Todd Brinkworth, Simon Gonzo-Travellini, and Brendan Franklin over there. You're listening to us on 88.5 FM, where the valley comes alive, and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can find us there. A big shout-out to everyone on the radio, and a big shout-out to the Mustang Owners Car Club. Unfortunately, they had to cancel their event um, recently uh, due to the lockdown, and uh, hopefully they can have that event. It's the 
uh, roundup, I think they call it, and uh, hopefully they can have that soon. Paul White from the Mustang Club uh, reached out, so hello to Paul. Uh, hopefully we can do something with you guys soon. We're all big fans of Mustangs, aren't we? Yes. Heaps, heaps, heaps out on the coast yesterday, up and down. Like well, 66s. They were, they, were, they were supposed to be there. So. Oh. <laughs> they were all out, though. They were driving around. It so was, was, there, was there a Ferrari thing on yesterday? Because I saw a, uh, I don't know what you call them, a gaggle of Ferraris. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Going up the Tonkin, heading um, north. Yeah, right. I'm not sure. No, late no. model ones, like, you know, lot, the ones lot of, that start with threes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, $3 million or something? Yeah. <laughs> 300,000. <but laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so shout out to those guys and shout out to everyone listening to us on 88.5 FM. Hey, we need to get on to our friend Ed Tassoni, friend of the podcast, good friend of Simon's. Hang on a sec. It'd be a herd, wouldn't it? A herd of, you're right. <laughs> yeah, because it's the prancing horse. And yeah, it'd be a herd. Anyway, <laughs> anyway sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We need to talk about uh, our friend Eddie Tassoni uh, from Active Automotive. Um, bolted a set of radials on and got into the sixes. Now, I'm going to throw over to you, Brendan, because you were there. I was there. <laughs> I was filming. You um, were filming. Now, yeah, talk us through this because I've got the video queued up here yeah. as well. Now, I haven't watched it because okay. you told me not to. Yeah, hold on. It's, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so it's been out a few times this season on the Saturdays as well as the private day. Um, had a couple of goes previously, and they were still sorting a few things out with the car. Um, so Saturday was D-Day, I guess, with the track the way it was, the weather the way it was. Um, it, if it was going to happen, that was going to be it. And um, I think third pass in, he um, ended up wrapping off that, that six-second pass. Yep. And luckily enough, I was yeah down there with the camera, so managed to get it all on video. All right. Well, you you told me to queue it up. I've queued it up. Yeah. If you want to, it's it's about five minutes long. So the passes, I think, about the three minute mark. If you want. So do you want us to in. get into about here? Is that yeah. Got to. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the start of it. So this about this time in the afternoon, the, that had another spray down of the track, so it, it was oh, yeah. starting to come on again. Uh, a bit earlier on, the track was it was still like it was still really good. Just the, the boys are having a bit of dramas getting it down quick enough. Some great video here, Brendan. Yeah, come out alright. Do you have any in-car footage? I didn't on these ones. It was a bit hard on, on the private day because I couldn't tell when the cars were coming out. They weren't coming out in groups. They were just coming out randomly. So oh, yeah. to run cameras back and forward, it, yeah, it was, I was just going to miss too much, I think. Wow. <laughs> Gee whiz. Six, there it is. Almost dipped into the sevens. Yeah. Six sevens, I mean. Oh, we've got a bit of music here as well. Yeah, there's a little bit at the start and a little bit here as well. It was. Um... I noticed the separation there is quite aggressive. Yeah. I want to turn it down. I don't want to. We, do we have the rights to this music? I don't know. <laughs> so we better not. We better not. Crank yeah, it the, up. the. I mean, you can hear how quickly the power's coming in. 
um, yeah. and they were trying to get it in even faster. Like chatting to Tony afterwards, he was you know having having a look at it, and you know he thinks he can get it in even quicker again. So yeah, you, yeah, you see the separation pretty much. What was it? Would you say before the sixty Simon? It was pretty pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just uh, was, was trying to work out all the backslapping there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that's a you've got a good moment there, I think. After the you know after the race there, and uh, no, it was really good video. You done yeah. really well. Thank you. That's magnificent. Yeah, it was Did like, it, like anyone it was else run fast? Yeah, the cars were getting down. Um, anyone else run a six? No, no. It was anyone that got down to the sixes. Um, I think Kev got back down to a seven-one. You probably correct me if I'm wrong, but he was, you know, eventually. He told me that he PB'd in the sixty and PB'd uh, speed, yeah, but, but he he now. couldn't um, he couldn't get it done. Daryl got down to a seven-two in the Tirana. Now speaking of lap records, I had to throw this one in as well. This one caught my eye. Todd, did you see this one? Wanderer Raceway. The no. Hyundai XL lap record has been broken. Brett Sheriff in the number ninety-five. One minute, 11 seconds. I need to hear about it. Point nine nine eight. But <laughs> that would be 112. Well, we're talking lap records. So I felt it was, it was another lap record from the weekend. But actually, credit where credit is due. That is what was fun. the old record? I think he held it as well, but it might have been in the 12. So <laughs> hang on, let's yeah. take a step back here. That's quick for an Excel around one row. Oh, definitely. That is moving. What's your lap record around? I can't remember. Not that far, probably. <laughs> probably a lot slower. Like when he would have time to pull in. Was that on the short track or the long track? I think it was a long track. Yeah, long, long track. track. Long track. It was a big event down at, at uh, Barbagallo Raceway, actually. It was quite a... Were they quite, allowed to... Um, it was on Saturday, so... So, I don't, I don't really get all the lockdown stuff to be honest with you I'm well, not sure. no lockdown we're, we're not in the lockdown we're not with the lockdown finished last no Monday. but they had this thing they had this announcement and i heard it clearly and i thought there's a bit of irony if if they go ahead with crowds at optus stadium but they were asking um uh, uh you know club sporting events to not have crowds yeah to just have the players and not even their family attend it was a community announcement that I heard. No, well, that's my boys. Well, one one team, my youngest son played. We had to wear masks, but the oldest one didn't play. His game got cancelled. Cancelled. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, I I was actually going to go to Wanneroo because Denver was home and I was going to come up and have a look. France was racing in Formula V, of course. But even Saturday morning, I'm kind of like, am I allowed to go? Am I not? Yeah, that's the thing. And I, I, didn't, I didn't really research it enough and I kind of did some other stuff and then I went, oh... I should have gone for a look. Someone you're allowed to attend. You're allowed yeah, to I was confused. Uh, are you, are you, are you yeah. actually? Yeah. 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 You are. Well, the only yeah, reason why the football, the football, <laughs> do you know? The football was cancelled was because of it. That's a that's a you know that, that, that's forty five thousand people. That was yeah. That had to put a line through that, and that's understandable too. Yeah, but why didn't they sort of just say this many? Yeah. Point taken. And 40, 40, I can't people. believe the Dockers lost. I can. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> oh. I'm not allowed to say that. Wow. No, but I mean, you know, with their form and the Eagles' form, you would think... I mean, they got thrashed. It was yeah. a good win. 
Don't, don't antagonise people. Not even, <laughs> not if you're a doctor. We have some good listeners, so yeah. Hello to all of our Dockers friends. Not and if you're a friends. Dockers supporter, Nick. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't a good win if you... Just hello to anyway. them all. We, we, we love you either way. Well, and I think if you're a Dockers... it's time for a break, Nick. Yeah, hang <laughs> on. If you're a Dockers fan, you weren't allowed to go watch the game, and it wasn't a home game for the Fremantle, so you had to buy a ticket that currently is not refundable. Oh really? Why? Why wouldn't it be? It surely be refundable. Be, yeah, have to be. Yeah, I've heard it was an Eagles. It was an Eagles home game. Yeah, so yeah. if you remember, mm. you're fine. Um, why am I fine? I don't think I'm getting my money back. Yeah, but you pay for the whole year. Yeah, are you? Yeah. Are you a member mm. for the Eagles? Yeah. You told me that you were cancelling your membership, but I didn't. <laughs> 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 and on that bombshell, yeah, well, <laughs> what was your point, Todd? Yeah, oh, I was just sorry. saying that um, apparently it's. I um, cut you off. Something to rain checks. Uh, look, at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not going to be pursuing the Eagles for one game. So, but yeah. others may. Yeah, no, I'm not. But it's only anyway, one game. We'll see. Well, that was it. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were going to like love no. something there. Something no. big. NHRA EV. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna take, <laughs> you know what? We'll take a break. <laughs> on, that, on that note, we we queued up for right there to take a break. There, we'll take a break, and we're going to be talked back. With the NH NHRA EV class, right after this. All right, Talking Power Podcast, episode 110. You're listening to us on 88.5 FM, where the valley comes alive, and iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Alright, NHRA, they, they finally, whether it's right or wrong. How many years, Nick? How many years have I been saying this? You've been saying needs, that a long time. It needs to happen. It needs to happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> look, at the end of the day, I've had this discussion. We should really get uh, Midnight Bob on because he loves EV racing. I'm, I'm yet to be convinced myself, but I do think it's the way... Hang on, hang on. Hang, let's, and let's hang on, just, hang on. Shout out to some one. fans of Targa as well, who run EV yeah, yeah, to the yeah. show. 100%. Listen, listen. Hello. We, 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 yeah, hi. I just, we need to take a break. I need to cue something up on the video here, and, and we, we'll do this. Hang on. Let me do this. Let we're going gonna, to gonna, take a break here. and We're taking a break from our break. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Simon's back, and we are now... Okay, so I want you guys to watch this pass and tell me that this isn't 1960s top fuel. It is, I mean, I must admit it is pretty cool. All right, get ready, boys. Look at that flux. <laughs> it's, it's warping oh, wow. the space-time continuum. Oh, look at that. <laughs> You cannot tell me that that's not exciting to watch. Look, look at those motors burning themselves up there. <laughs> so that's a 7 in 24 at 186 mile an hour. That is now now that was... That's in 2016. Correct, correct. That was the quickest and fastest pass. And I believe that that's still quicker than Don Garlitz's record holding pass. So the guy that owns Lone Star <clears throat> EV in Texas... He's a guy by the name of Johnny Metric. We've spoken about him on the show before. And I rang him and I said, how come you never claimed the record? And he said, oh, I'm Johnny Metric. No one knows who Johnny Metric is. Everyone knows who Don Garlitz is. But that is old DC 
technology, and they are four conventional EV motors that you can buy that he coupled together, and that is the drivetrain that's in Don Gallitz's car. Um, unfortunately, the modern AC stuff is, you know, you don't have brushes disintegrating and, you know, this sort of... It looks like the scene from uh, Back to the Future yeah, yeah, <laughs> where the DeLorean's getting up to 88 mile an hour, you know what I mean? It's, uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, we need to be doing this now. Unfortunately, the technology's come so far now that I don't know whether it'll be you know, as exciting to watch. Mm. And, and you know, you could picture those guys. Let's say EV racing was a real thing back in 2016. They would have towed back in the pits. The pit crew would have got to work. They would have pulled out the four motors, bolted four new motors in, swapped the battery pack, <laughs> and got ready to tow out, just like a fuel team. I mean, yeah. you know, we strip the motors down. We, we replace everything other than the block, if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? On a good day. I yeah. just thought that that was really cool. And and if we had have structured drag racing or EV drag racing around something like that back then, um, that it would be more accepted now. Because you would have seen big blow-ups. Yeah. You know, they, they were taking, just like they were in the 60s, where they, they went and got a 426 from the, the local Hemi dealer, <laughs> you know, and bolted it in, put their cam, whatever, in. Um, those guys basically do the same. So they're a, a production motor for an EV conversion. They're a Warp 9 or something like that. They're up to Warp 11 now, I think. And and what they would do is double the thickness of the, the uh, cable going to the brushes, contour the brushes so that they're already radiused, um, spray a heap of insulation everywhere, dress the commutator with a stone, paint all the windings and everything. And so basically hot rod the motor, you know. So... Um, where are they going? Where's the NHRA going? Do we see? It? Do we have any rules? No, there's know? no rules. Just the a rules, discussion. Is, at this it's stage. a discussion, but it's a discussion for it's it's coming in next year. So I find it interesting. We have to watch this space really closely because is it going to be dragsters or is it going to be sedans? That, they haven't said. They haven't. You know, said, is it going to be like super stock or? or a stock eliminator well in their own words they're saying this is what they said with the rise of performance electric street vehicles also comes the need for the nhra to provide a safe place to race and a platform for competitors to evolve and demonstrate their capabilities well i can tell you guys mr metric from lone star ev yep he sells a 3000 shaft horsepower package you get a motor a controller and a set of batteries right and, you know, I thought, wow, this is the future, you know. I want to buy two of these, you know, because if 3000 is good, 6000 has <laughs> got to be better, you know. They're 100 grand US per package, right? All right. And I said, oh, oh, Johnny, I, I can't afford that. I'm sorry. It's, it's just <laughs> way out of it. And he goes, how much was your Hemi? And I said, yeah, well, yeah, that's true, but I, I own my Hemi, you know. How, how often do you have to put Conrods in it and valve springs? And valves and pistons. You know, when you said a hundred thousand, I didn't think that was much at all. I know it's well, a lot of money. Maybe for you, Nick. No, no, for, no, no. For me, that's money. a lot of money. But if we're if we're talking, like you just justified it yourself. Like compare that to a Hemi. No, no doubt, no doubt. And and the running costs. You know, like I said, you, you get about sixteen laps out of a set of rods. Mm. You get maybe twenty laps out of a, a set of valves. Twenty laps out of a set of pistons. Um, so yeah, it's it's justifiable, but. Um, I don't have a hundred grand US and and see, American dollars are like this big. <laughs> Australian dollars are you know. Little. Actually, no, we're a bit closer at the moment. 
We were back in yeah. the 80s. Are we in the 80s? No, we're not in the 80s. Don't say that. She's 77. Were we, did we hit the 80s? We were in 62 not too long ago. So look, but we, did we hey, hit the we're, 80s? We were 45 when I bought my Hemi. <laughs> yeah, all right, well. <laughs> well we haven't hit the 80s, have no, we? No, not quite, but we got close. I was going to say. We, stay, Just, we, we did hit years. the 80s, but we came back down. What day was that? No, 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 this is a, a few weeks ago. I didn't. Well, I've been watching it for about six months. I have didn't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we hit eighty. We did hit eighty. We need to watch closer. Then that's what that tells me. Yeah, <laughs> but I say you know we we should do something. You know, get get a motor for the bear barracas and call the ACDC team. <laughs> we I don't know. We'll, oh, and and we'll take the wrap off and we'll say we're back in black. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, sure people that would be getting that joke, but anyway, <laughs> I want to do a bit of a shout out to our friends Harry Haig and uh, Courtney, his son, Cordy, Cordy, sorry, Cordy. Um, Hall Ask Garage. If you're uh, if you listen to us, go head on over to their station. They do uh, their channel. Sorry, Hall Ask Garage. They do some really great stuff. You need really need to watch these have, guys. Have you seen the uh, what, what do they call it? The NASCAR trailer that they just bought? No. <laughs> You've no, seen no, that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I can't talk about that trailer. I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. I'm sworn to secrecy. Oh, do tell. <laughs> no, no. The Falcon. Yeah. What do they call the Falcon? The Yardbird or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, is that what it's called? Right now. I'm going to have to check. There is a video of Harry cutting circlip grooves. It, I, I kid you not. So he he bought what? What's the truck engine called? The LS truck engine? The LQ or LQ. yeah, I think L, LQ. Yeah. Anyway, um, and uh, some of them have a pressed pin, right? And they they're very weak apparently. The bottom ends. So Harry got a set of the other Conrods, um, and instead of buying a set of pistons, <laughs> he got a gudgeon pin and. A, a plate and bolted up, one side of the piston in and then held it in a lathe and then cut his own circlip grip. I kid you not. I think he's gone 9-0 in it now, yeah? Bird dog. Bird dog. Bird dog. There you go. Bird dog. <laughs> Magnificent uh, project that they've got going on. I, I don't. I haven't seen how fast they've gone with it yet, actually. I've got a feeling it's 9-0. I could be wrong. Um, I'm sure that... Uh, well, it might be in this video. Let Come me on. just... We're watching ads for... Uh... Yeah. Is that a... Oh, no, I can't mention that on the radio. <clears throat> Are you confused? <laughs> That's a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, Why are we watching a video? <laughs> That's not what I was oh, about. <laughs> there we go. Let's go to the end of the video. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Let's, let's, but yeah, head to it does some great stuff. He's pretty funny I'm pretty guy. Sure, I'm pretty sure it's run a nine flat, and I think it's well on its way to running an eight. Yeah, I think it went 150 something mile an hour, so um, yeah, it's it's well and truly there. And they built the whole car for I don't know, seven thousand or something. That's crazy, isn't it? It's good, but there's some uh, there's some interesting engineering. I, I'm not, I can't remember. He told me what the front struts. And the cross member were out of, but they weren't out of a Falcon. <laughs> I don't know what they were out of. 
I think what they do is scour the local farms for cars. Well, they're from Shepparton. There's a few farms that way, so I'm sure there's an abundance of parts. Customers there, Nick? You've got customers Yeah, we have. We have a very... I don't, not myself personally, but the company I work for, we have lots of... Some of our biggest customers are from Shepparton, actually. There you go. So, yeah. yeah great Shout place. out to Shepparton. Shepparton, yeah. I've been there. I like Shepparton. Uh, hello to they, Leah. They used to have a big uh, air show there, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hello to Leo Schundebick, if you're listening. I don't think he is, but just in case he is. Hello. Hey, um, you, you know, we've got to cover off. Um, we're going to do some Q&A time, a bit of Q&A. We had a bit of a Q&A session. Uh, but before we get to that, um, the new Ranger releases their Raptor X. $80,000 now for... It's still for... <laughs> I know. I'm baiting him. I've got the line out. The line is out. $80,000 for a four-cylinder. It's still the two-litre bi-turbo deal. It, look, where does it end with the... Ra- like... You know what my question is, don't you? I think Simon and I are laughing at the same thing. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll grow up. What are you laughing at? No, we're moving on. It's fine. Well, this is the subject we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nick. Simon left the room. I'm sad. Sorry. Anyway, $80,000 for the Raptor X. It's a joke. But people... Still cheaper than a Land Cruiser. Yeah, thank you. Still cheaper than a Land Cruiser. And it's the Ford name. People go, oh, it's a Ford Raptor. In America, you get a V8 or a V6 twin turbo. Hello, Ford. Wake up. Where does our V6 twin turbo done? Yeah. So that's my question. I guess that's what I'm trying to lead you guys to. At what point do Cobra. we... Cobra. XC yeah. Cobra. Yeah. What? XC Cobra. XC Cobra. Mm. What about What it? performance parts did the XC Cobra have on it? Zippo. True. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but there's too many layers here now of Ranger. We go from, you know, XLS, then we go to Wild Track, then we go to Raptor, now we go to Raptor X. But yet the, the engine lineup is exactly the same across all. If you want four. a good. Isn't there one with a V6 in it? Not in Australia, no. 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 That's what I'm saying. America gets the V6 twin turbo. It's not the same platform, but it's a different truck. It's actually it's a it's an F one fifty chassis. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's a different platform. Um, if you want a good truck, a bit cheaper, um, go buy a Mercedes. You can't get them anymore. Yeah, Nick or reckons they stop making them. Oh, or, or buy or stop bringing them back into into the country. Buy a Dmax then. I, I tell you, don't buy, I, I don't got into a discussion oh, last night with a um, a grey nomad about this, and um, she's got a Colorado. And has a Mr. Beak for her. And she's thinking about downsizing. And uh, I said, look... How much do you want for it? (laughs) I'll make an offer now. Yeah, you know what? I told her the same thing. I said, you you won't have any problems selling that. Oh, damn. And I suggested a Hyundai i30 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, great car. And and cheap right now Mm. compared to four-wheel drives. And specky. Mm. I've driven one of the high car. They yep. are really yep. nice. <laughs> it's just really interesting. I'm curious to know where, how much can you ask for a Ranger and still offer it with the same engine and, and two fifty, Nick. Yeah, quarter of a mil. Quarter of a mil. What do you reckon, Brendan? Yeah, I'm not buying him. 
<laughs> Can't we get a coyote? Like, at what point does the, the you know the feedback or does the no no COVID tax mate COVID tax coyote powered ranger would be at least three million. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know what? We do have time for a break now. So on that note, we'll have a break here, and we'll be back with a bit of Q and A time. So we'll be back right after this. All right, welcome to the Talking Power Podcast, episode 110 on 88.5 FM. I'm Nick DeChumbry, joined by Todd Brinkworth, Simon Godzo Travellini, and Brendan Franklin over there. All right. So, hey, listen, so during the break, we've decided that we're going to go into manufacturing coyote-powered rage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyone that wants to order one, just jump on the uh, the website. Head to info, info, <laughs> I-N-F-O, at talkandpower.net. And, uh, yeah, put through, uh, well, we're going to need $100,000 deposit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. you got to EFT that stuff. <laughs> and, and the car. You've got to really own the car, and we'll convert, yes. it, we'll convert it for oh, you. Yes. It one of, yeah. It's in like an exchange deal, is yep. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we'll do theirs. Yeah, 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 we'll do this. Well, we'll try and get one in, you know, we'll start with one and we can do an exchange deal instead. So that way we're always, we can yeah. have on one time. in stock. Yeah, we can. <laughs> and then we just, what we do is we go do it in Queensland. Yep. And then. Um, hey, 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 hey. McGowan might be listening to this. No, Queensland. <laughs> no, I was no about Queensland. to say we do it in Queensland because then we can import American cars and charge four times as much to make them right hand drive. But anyway. <laughs> hey, Eamon wants to know. He said, I want to know a bit more about what goes on at Allfast and more about Gonzo's other cars. He talked about his XY, but I'm too young to know much about it. So, over to you, Son. Can we chip in first? Or no? Or let Simon go. With it, uh, the, the, what, what, what goes on there? What, what you do is you go, you go <laughs> it depends to, when you're there. You go to Allfast, you watch Simon wander around in circles for 14 hours. Yeah, there's a lot of me walking around with a phone stuck to my ear. <laughs> and then that happens if, a lot. If you're lucky, you'll learn how to build a transmission because Simon somehow manages to do that while he's on the phone walking around in circles. Mm, mm. So, so yeah. yeah, primarily um, the guys that actually do work there, which doesn't include me, <laughs> they build tall converters. Um, I'm over on the other side of the shop, so... I uh, do the transmission and the chassis work. And, and right now, at this very moment, just to give you a bit of a snapshot, the XY's at home. Mm. It's uh, waiting for some tyres. And hopefully, we'll be ready for the next club run. Mm. So we've got a 34, a full chassis 34 coupe being powered by an Outlaw Performance uh, blown big block that we're... Um, the chassis on the chassis jig at the moment. Uh, maybe, maybe legal for Wednesday nights because it's a hot rod. Mm. Who knows? I saw that the other day. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, we've got a um, HB Tirana. Yeah. HB Tirana powered by a big block that we're doing some chassis work to. Got a 2J uh, X275 100% legal ladder bar uh, rear end car that we're doing uh, the rear end on. Factory rails, factory tub. Um, there's a GDR in there that's gone about turbo 400 conversions and a... Um, 3025 with an 88mm on it, and there's a VFSS in for a transmission. Mm-hmm. So there's a snapshot. You, Some forgot, the, the, you forgot my favourite car. Which, the VK. The VK. The, oh, the VK's still there, but... Um, it's on its way out. It should be, it's yeah. Finished. I mean, we've done everything that needs to be done to it. It's basically just got to go for a tune, so... Love that car. Um, yes, that that's a, a VK nice with a 417 and an 871. 417 LS motor, probably more your era, being an LS. 
My error? No, his error. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eamon, would, yeah. Eamon's error. It would be. Yeah. Uh, and yes, with the 871, um, 20, what are they? 24 inch? Yeah, I think so. 24 inch rears and 20 inch fronts. Uh, was, was that the Shannon's? Yeah, there's video of it. Yeah. I tried to get as much as I could in between the rain of that car. On because race car? Yeah, <laughs> trying to shammy it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, um, um, and my own cars, well, I actually want to cull the fleet, to be honest with you. Um, the BA is still sitting there, um, gathering dust. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know what to do with that. I've got another, uh, you know, I've got the beach buggy, mm. which we, we took for a drive the other day. That was great fun. Um, and I've got another car tucked away at home which is a, a mid-engine, small-block-powered Chevy Corvair, which I really would like to clear the workshop out so I can bring that to work and, and do a restoration on it because it's something that I've owned since I was a teenager and, um, you know, I, I just dig it because it's so different. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we do and, and that's some of the cars that... that uh, that I've got, and you know, hopefully, sometime soon, you'll see the XY trolling around on the streets. You've had the XY for a long time, eh? yeah, it's like you've th- almost thirty years. Uh, nineteen and ninety-five. I remember you buying twenty-six it. years. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. you buying it. Yeah, just ninety-five. Yeah. yeah. Tell uh, tell tell our listeners that was at one stage it was a two-door. Yes, correct. Yes, that that car, that body shell was converted to a two-door using some American doors. They, the mm. XR Falcon came out as, an, as a two-door in America. It was the last Falcon they made in America. Um, and uh, the, the car was being built for a superstock class called AMS, uh, which still exists now. So very heavy class. I needed to be around 30, 3,600 pounds, I think. From memory I, I can't remember what the I think it's seven and a half pounds per cubic inch um, and I had converted it to two door but Andra um, didn't accept it so we, we had to convert it back to a four door mm. um, and, and then I never ended up running an MS mm. with the car anyway I went straight to modified street in the, mm. a modified street blown actually mm. in the Australian Pro Street Association yep which um, I thought was a cool class I thought Modified Street um, was the epitome of a street car. Um, had to have uh, the early version of the rules. Had to have standard suspension in a standard location, uh, using factory components, glass windows, uh, steel body, other than boot, bonnet, and bumpers. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, things evolve. Rules get manipulated, and uh, yeah, towards the end. I couldn't really tell the difference between a door slammer and a <laughs> isn't it <laughs> funny how things change? I know. Yeah, and I was about to say, I'm going to cast your mind back here. Yeah, I couldn't find the photo tip for tonight, but I have a photo of when you debuted debuted that car at a, a hot rod show at the Claremont Showgrounds. And I'm pretty wasn't sure it? no, oh, I AFG, actually debuted it at, oh. at the All Ford Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. But close at- to that date was a car show, and I'm pretty sure you took it at the Dino Day. Uh, no, Eddie won the Dino Day, and uh, oh, I came second. That's right. Yep. Um, this is only our first question, too. This is great. Anyway, anyway. 
Life goes on. Anyway, Eamon, I hope that answers some questions. I think it's, it's probably asked some more. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is from uh, Stefan. What happened to the videos and when will we get a shed tour of Allfast? And also, what happened to the intro from the whom capital of the world? <laughs> uh, I can't yes, remember. Nick. The rest of you got politically correct or something. It's yes, too late to fix it. Did so, we get politically Nick, correct? Yeah. So I'm going to have to answer that. I'll answer the second half of that question. So from the and from the Hoon capital of the world, what happened to in the Hoon capital of the world? When we well to answer your question, Stefan, when we went onto commercial, or sorry, community radio, we felt it wasn't appropriate to say from the Hoon capital of the world. So that's why we got rid of it. It was deemed that we were encouraging hooning. Yeah, um, but you know, I take your point on board. Perhaps we can go back for the podcast, the old intro. Because we've, we, we've left all the encouraging hooning to Brendan and uh, Todd. <laughs> I own a full drive car. I can't do anything stupid in my car. <laughs> I've seen you do stupid things. <laughs> so I'll answer that. That's the reason why. But I, I take your point on board. Perhaps for the podcast, we can go back to the hoon capital of the world. Um, and we can leave the radio one as is. But and what about the videos? Well, he wants to shed tour of all fast. No, but I, I, I think what he's trying to say is that the videos were pretty funny. The stupid stuff that we oh, used yeah, to do. The, yeah, okay. Well, what happened was that um, we had kids, <laughs> yeah. married, um, got mortgages, <laughs> and um, yeah. I was, I was about to say though, watch this space because there is plans for me to, when I put my finger out, try and at least get down to all fast and get some more video content out when Simon's doing wacky things. I'm not planning on... Well, the Camry. The Camry's got to come back out. Oh, and there's a... Yeah, and the special guest car that's coming from Japan very shortly that you won't let me touch, but we're going to do anyway. He says no. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently... I'm, and we might have a special guest that wants to come for a tour of All Fast one day. What did so. it... Is it here or is it still on its it's way? It's apparently at the docks. I heard you sold it. Did you sell it or not? I may have bought two, so I may have sold another one for profit. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Do you want to tell our listeners? Well, I mean, we know what it's about, but do you want to tell our listeners? No. No. <laughs> no, it's, Simon knows that I'm going to do it, and he's just going to be on air after it happens and go, I told you so. All I'll say is this. Yeah. Conrods right. are made out of licorice. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have much we hair. We have boxes of Conrods <laughs> we can show you. In I don't have much hair. Yeah. Oh, see. I don't have much. Yeah. But when we took the sump off a said car, <laughs> I was... There were Conrod filings in my hair for the next week. So, look, part of the thing is there's a car I'm buying that has a Toyota V6 motor in it, and I want to spray it with 100 shot of nitrous and I'm allowed yeah. to. No. No. Even, even a 50 shot, apparently. No. No. What, what we should do is that... Uh, when I finally get the Camry sorted, yeah. is take everything out of the Camry and put it into that. We could do. Unless it's heavier, which with Toyota, who knows? No, it's 1,400 kilo, I think. 1,400? No, 1,600, sorry. It's, yeah. well, it's, no, it's heavier. It's, it's, it's a heavy girl. She's a heavy girl. I, I don't understand, right, how a V6 Camry with an aluminium engine, it's aluminium, is heavier than a VL Commodore with a cast iron V8. How is that possible? Because you get mod cons in the Toyota, like aircon and flappy paddle gearboxes and stuff like that. No. No. Didn't not, have any no, of that. No. Oh, well, mine does. 
My, no. my English speaks Japanese. No, my, my camera doesn't even have power windows. Jesus. So <laughs> when is this thing arriving? Any day now, but it'll be about three or four weeks before I have it in my hand. Okay. Well, I'll look forward to going for a drive in it. It looks like, it's, it looks like a lot of fun. I've, I've got Am I allowed to drive it? Yeah, sure. Is it manual or auto? No, auto. Kiptronic. All the ducks nuts. Does Brendan know what we're even talking about? Yeah, I can't I, remember. Did you tell me? I think you're a photo of it. Oh. They make this is thing that, look that is like a Corolla <laughs> that's got a V6 in it. <laughs> it's just it away. It is ridiculous. It is like... And you bought it, two? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if one's one. good, two's got to be better. <laughs> well, well, one when I you was spewing when he sold the first one because <laughs> I thought, I wonder how much he was for it. Oh, there's no, oh, can you get another one? <laughs> <laughs> what colour do you want? Anyway. Silver, red, blue? White, white. Have a look now. we got one more question. Corporate. Daniel, our friend Daniel. Good guy, Daniel. He is a good guy. Top bloke. He's, he, he's um, certainly a uh, uh, you know person that believes that superchargers hanging out of the bonnet can be considered street. <laughs> He certainly can. He <laughs> preaches from the um, from from the hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know who Daniel is, go back to our Bunbury, our sorry, Bunbury, keep saying Bunbury, our Southwest Indoor Motor Show episode. He has got the the XC Falcon with the ghost yeah, stripes. Loved yes. It. Anyway, he says you guys should set up a chat, sit down. And have everyone come over, have a barbecue, etc. It's a good idea, actually. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to yeah. do something like yep. that. Yeah, so careful. like a bit of a Q and A. We have people we get a few cars, got a bit of a, a bit of a show happening. Fire up the barbecue. Yeah, I like that. When we come out of this mask wearing, COVID, whatever. You can't really plan around that. You just got to plan it and hope. Yeah, you can't. So, you can't say wait because at the end of the day, well, wait. How many more weeks have we got of the the mask wearing? Uh, two at least. I thought it was only a week. No, nah, two. But, well, he's yeah. saying the eighth of of um, eighth of um, May. Which is, but yeah, yeah. But, uh, this will go two weeks. I'm telling you. Anyway, no big deal. What do you know someone like everyone else? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that's you all. Have, you happen. have a friend, sister's cousin that works no. at the hospital. That I, I do. Cleans the bins. I, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> we can't really have this conversation on air. We're getting too much trouble. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, I think on that note, we should take a break and we'll be back with more. What do we got? What do we got after? Oh, Targa West. I want to talk Targa West, Todd, with you. I want to talk Targa West right after the break. All right. Episode 110 of the Talking Power podcast on 88.5 FM where the valley comes alive. We've got Brendan Franklin in the studio, Simon Gonzo, Travellini, Todd Brinkworth, and I'm Nick DeChambry. Now, Todd, I want to wrap up Targa West, the sprint championship. How did that all go? We, we didn't get a chance to get down to the last event, but how'd that all end up? Well, well Todd's writing notes about Targa <laughs> West. a freaking pen, no, I know. <laughs> This is great. Life and dangerous. To me is wild one. Yes, to me is wild one. Here, do you want the mouse so you can know what to do? Have you guys checked this out? Who checked no. it out, Breno? No. Oh, mate. It's mid. I should have bought my one in. My, not my real, not not a life-size one, but I got the so, original. So when, when uh, dinosaurs like Nick and I were young, 
Hey, hey, I've got one. Jesus. They had these remote control cars, and to me it was arguably the most popular brand. They had the Frog. Yes. Um, Wild Willy. Yeah. Yep. The Hornet. Hornet. The Hornets. Yes. Shout out to actually a new listener who has a name Hornet in his name. Anyway, move along. (laughs) And the Wild One. Now, Tamiya is is re-releasing the Wild One, Mm. but they're also releasing a a life-size one Mm. that is um, eight-tenths scale. Is that correct? Eight-tenths. That's correct. Yep. Which which is is one. (laughs) Four fifths. I didn't get that either. What I wrote that's eight tenths. Why eight tenths? Isn't that four fifths? <laughs> I guess it sounds better, doesn't it? Oh. So four fifths of no, hang on, I can't say that, can I? Maybe that's why they didn't call it four fifths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Of course, that's a dad saying to yeah. my late father that used to. He, my sister and I used to get told that all the time. Now, anyway, now, now I don't think that this is ever going to be a Tesla beater with this massive four kilowatt motor. <laughs> Um, and it's and it's uh, a non-awe-inspiring 48 kilometer an hour top speed. Nonetheless, how crazy is it that an RC company would decide to build a full-size car? I think it's awesome too. Um, I'm, I'm looking. I saw photos of the full-size version, but I think it's awesome. I really do. I, I, honestly, I couldn't tell whether it was. The, the RC yeah. version, it, you know, like I, I was wondering, was this is this an April Fool's <laughs> thing or uh, is this legit? No, so yeah, look, I mean, to me, uh, I mean, what a brand name as well. Oh, 100%. Huge they, brand name from from many, many years ago. They were the, um, you know, the, I guess the, the one that brought uh, real remote control cars to the masses. Yes. You know, because you could buy those things that were pre-made but they didn't have like a proper RC unit with servos and, you know, you didn't assemble it. Whereas these were the first of those uh, that we saw in Australia anyway, mass produced. Um, there, were, there were a plethora of companies that were making proper racing ones. But um, as far as, you know, something for the masses, to me it was definitely. Mm. And of course, you know, I'm sure that we all built a, a to me, a model, a 125th scale or, or um, uh, bigger scale model of you know formula mm. one or whatever your favorite car yeah um i know that i built oh god dozens of tamiya models when i was a kid mm. um pretty exciting really yeah you know it was do you think they'll make a wild willy because i'll be lining up to buy that one <laughs> vanessa's lunchbox remember vanessa's lunchbox yeah. the monster the truck the uh, van it was the van it was a i've got one of those a chev van was it, it was a chev yeah. van yeah was it was it a, a rip off of the the um, um, shagadelic uh, no, van was, from Scooby Doo? Uh, no, not really. It was, it was bright yellow. Yeah, and yeah. had Nessa's lunchbox with a sticker on the back, and was on monster truck wheels. Oh, and did monster wheel stands, monster wheel stands. But that was based on the frog chassis, wasn't it? Yeah, because the Blackfoot was the frog chassis as well. Uh, yeah, that's I think so. So it has the yeah, horizontal me, rear shock. To me, Wild Willie was. Um, that was, you know, mm. yeah, the, the ultimate, I reckon. That's anyway. great to see. What's old is new again, eh? There's no doubt about it. We couldn't buy full-size ones when no. we were kids. I know. I know. <laughs> Any but, idea on the price? No, they haven't said. I was about to say, um, don't even try buying a Tamiya RC car at the moment. They're about $400 for a decent one. 
for a new one or an old one? Nah, what they, what they call them is re-releases now. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. If you try to buy a collector one, you can go buy a new Ranger. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but anyway. But they, so what uh, do you reckon what Kyosha Integra's worth? A lot. You reckon? Hell yeah. I'll buy it off you. That, that thing, you know it's worth a lot when I say I'll buy it off you, don't you? Anyway, have you had enough time to... <laughs> Look yeah, what happened to Target? Target. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of had a look, you know, like. So. I thought we were preparing for this about two weeks ago. You said you wanted to do this. Did I? Prepared. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to no, we want to go down. At the board meeting, you said that uh, you thought that you should, you should <laughs> yeah, have a segment. At our production meeting that we had. We had a production meeting? Yeah. We're calling it a production meeting now. Mm. It's like that. Board meeting, production board meeting. meeting. I thought it was a board meeting. I was bored. Brendan <laughs> looks pretty bored over there. I'm <laughs> trying to read it. Was this the one down in Albany? No, 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 this no, is the this is a, the 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 collation of all the sprint the sprint oh, events right, basically. Right, right. So from the motorplex. Okay. Oh, sprint. Yes. So, hmm. a GT3 yeah. Porsche is leading the points. Yeah. So that was uh the Porsche GT3 RS of Jeffrey Foster. The, the motorplex track you could almost do it in a NASCAR, right? Eh? <laughs> Almost. It's a left turn at the um, end. Of shout out to our uh, well, our friend Chris Caruso, who came second overall in the yep. points. Oh, so the season's over. Yeah, yeah it's finished. Yeah. So oh now, wow! Gee, now, that was quick. Well, yeah. this is a twenty. It ran twenty twenty season ran into twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh, COVID, yep, so. yep. So now, yeah. Technically, so, so we're kicking off the twenty twenty one. 2021 actually started before the 2020 season finished. Is yeah, that right? I think so. I'm no, confused as well. So, Smithy no and sense, Ross Taffer, I have been paying attention. I do know that uh, there's actually a presentation dinner coming up at the Breakwater Tavern, which, of course, is owned by one of the competitors. So, uh, so I, I just want to run through this, okay? So, um, Jeffrey Foster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, took out the championship in his GT3 in, in the modern, modern category. Just add that modern 2008 category. Oh, category. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and and number two was a uh, Dodge Viper. Chris, Dodge Viper. Chris Caruso. Dodge Viper. And we've got to go see one day. And actually, speaking of David Heaton, uh, third, who is doing the presentation dinner at the Breakwater Tavern. Okay. And that's so, a that's a modern Nissan GDA. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to scroll down, aren't I? This is great. This is a great tonight, actually. This is, you know, our best, our best work. Yeah. So <laughs> early, early modern. Is that what I'm getting to? So shout out to Will White um, in the Evo Nine. Yeah, it's so Evo uh, Nine. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, oh look, Evo. Oh, hang on. No, that's a nine nine six turbo. Yeah. From Andy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mark who came third in the early modern class. I think the. Uh, Unfortunate DNF. This at Evo Targa is for as far as Southwest. the eye can see. Yeah, they should just have the tar the Targa Evo Cup, if you ask me. It's just called the Evo Cup. Yeah. Or as we want to Evo West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh So just out of curiosity, where did the lotuses end up? I'm looking for them still, I don't know. Somewhere here. They're still changing the supercharger belt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think they can, can oh no sorry I'll take that back he has yeah, the a fourth yeah. yeah can you just shout out to Damien Heaton you know he's actually engaged to my cousin Damien Heaton there you go there you go that, there, that one there and the Evo X mm. Evo 10 yep. yeah but um, I heard the um, the last event was uh, quite good and uh, there's a few where was it 
at the Plex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know there's a few sort of drivers in amongst us that have new cars lined up for the new season, um, which will be quite interesting. And all things being equal, hopefully Targa West this year will have some new cars, new competitors, and it will be bigger than ever because, uh, yeah. I need to clarify what I said before. So what I meant was the 2021 season of Targa had yeah. commenced yes. prior to its sprint series finishing. So yes. That's what I meant. That's Sorry right. That. Hello to David and Ross. Yeah, hi. I'll be really disappointed with you. I know, I will be. I'll get, a, I'll get a message. And so you should. I, so I should. <laughs> like, I, as I said, look, I'll be honest, and this is my, my little two cents. I read Target has in our notes, and I didn't get any further because Target has made me seem angry. I closed the email down. It made me angry because, as we all know, there was two incidents at Tasmania, Target has. Mm. Shout out tragic, to, tragic, tragic. Shout out to a national news carrier that went full Karen and wants to ban all motorsport and published photos of the wrecks online within five ten minutes of it happening. That's my disappointing in Target Tasmania. But condolences to the people that were lost and the families. Mm. But disgrace at a national news carrier for basically being glorifying the crash. Are they are those photos still up? I believe they've been taken down, <clears throat> but that really upset me and disappointed me. There were photos up not that long ago. You might want to check yeah. again. Well, but as I said, that's as far as I got. Mm. So um, I know some WA guys are over there. Um, a few of them are a bit shaken by what happened. Um, look, motorsport is dangerous, people. I've, I've got the sign on my front door, motorsport is dangerous. It's the risk we take, probably the same as Simon does when he jumps in the drag car. Um... Yeah. Look, we're going to learn learn from this, and again, just shout out to the family. It's, yep. it's, it's a tragedy. We don't. We but we again, we don't need national news carriers carrying on like absolute about it. Yeah, but sensationalism is you know their clickbait. That's, that's the reality. Well, they can pay off. <laughs> it's not going to. The the reality no, is know. that if you want to make a change, what you need to do is people in a whole need to stop supporting them. And for as long as people watch stupid shows like Married at First Sight <laughs> crap like that, or, um, you know, what's that tag one? No, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was There's some idiot watched beyond. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we need to move on. I want to talk. Um, no, we're going to have to take a break. So we'll take a break here, and we'll be back with more right after this. Alright, episode 110 of the Talk and Power podcast, listening to us on 88.5 FM. Now, TCR from Eastern Creek, don't know if you guys caught it, uh, I wasn't terribly impressed with the TCR race, especially the third race. You, you, it's I mean, not the race, Nick, it was the drivers. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, it was just, that was, did you see it, Todd? I must admit, I watched a bit of it and was a bit eh about it, which I'd quite like TCR, as everyone knows, but I was a bit eh. But I don't, I don't think this was a TCR race. Wasn't this a safety car race? Yeah, and yeah, I, the, the third race was certainly. I was going to add, um, I could have told you two and a half weeks ago who the winner was going to be. Michael Caruso. Yeah, I could have told you that. Because he's one of us? Well, <laughs> besides that. <laughs> West just, Australia. <laughs> he just, I could have just told you the way there was that much hype around him. I mean, good on him. He won. But 
I could have told you three weeks ago it was going to be him that won. Um, and we need to find out was the alpha carrying the weight? I don't think it was. That's the other thing because the i thirties have copped a bit of weight. I don't know. It's even a mark. Yeah. Technically, it was a new car, so I don't think it was. That's no. the thing. They kind of pulled this new car out, and it was a bit of a yeah. And Lee Holdsworth, if you're listening. <laughs> Probably not. Give us a call. No, maybe, what? If you are listening. Maybe not after this. And but. if your alpha breaks down, you know, like, if you can see something is not quite right, maybe just pull over. Yeah. Just yeah. off the track. Let, just let the race happen, you know. But anyway, hello, Lee. We like, he love you still. Maybe he thought he was driving the safety car. Yeah. <laughs> it killed me. It killed me. Maybe. Hey, can it, I have the mouse back? No. <laughs> I just want to. I want to show you this. This was. This is what I loved about. This is what I loved about um, the 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 uh, the race from yesterday. It was the actually the TCM the Touring Car, Touring Masters. Car Masters. Now yes. this. So this is John Bow here. That's John Bow in a Tirana. In a Tirana. Yes. That? yes. Does that kill you? But he's what? been racing that all season. He yeah. has. And this is Royal Harris in the Camaro. Check this out. Now bear in mind that is a genuine L34 Tirana. <laughs> Which is worth as much as the house of Rockingham right now. Uh, more, more than that. <laughs> no, the good part of Rockingham, not the bad part. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just thought I'd show you that. I'd just share that with you guys. This is what I really liked about about the the race. That, that, that'd be a genuine Trans Am Camaro too, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, man, that's crazy because I mean, it's, yeah, they're million dollar cars. Yeah, oh, I had I had a few Tiranas. Some had Tiranas. Yeah, I had a LJ hatchback, LX four door. Yeah, I was just trying to remember, but I like Tyrone. I, I would, I would buy a hatchback if they didn't cost two billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't cheaper to launch a satellite. If you actually want to see a nice touring touring car hatchback, uh, Remember Any Museum has one in. Oh, it's magnificent! It Wayne Negus's Wayne Negus's um. Who who has Bunbury Museum? Bunbury, yeah, the, Bunbury the, Geographic. Yeah, so that would be um. Uh, Kim Sawyer's car, yeah? No, it actually belongs to Wayne Negus, they yeah. told us. Wayne Negus must have bought it back off Kim Sawyer because Kim Sawyer had it last. Yeah. So what happened was, this is a crazy story, but it is true. He sold that car as a rolling shell um, to some boys in Frio who put a 400 Chev in it. And, and it was, it was um, registered. And they raced it, mucked around with it, streeted it for quite a few years and then it came up for sale in an ad in like Perth Streetcar or something the really early early Perth Streetcar um, as a rolling shell and uh, Kim Sawyer went to see it and um, got it home because he wanted to build a replica and he noticed that it looked like through the faded paint there was this you know red 
and he rubbed it back and it was Negus's old car mm. so then he went on on the um you know scrounge for all the genuine like the um the twin coil distributor and you know all the things to restore it mm-hmm. so um Beautiful it's amazing car. that it's back yeah. in his hands. Yeah. It's a beautiful car. Absolutely beautiful. It's worth the drive to Bunbury just to see yeah. that car. It's seriously. So the, is. and you guys know the history of that car that the every Bathurst HDT would pay for him to make the trek over and he would race as one of the official HDT uh, members. And then the rest of the year he'd race here at um uh Gallows. And when the Touring Car Championship came to town, he would be part of the HDT team. Mm. And, wow. and the reason that the, he got rid of it was because they gave him the, the new the VB Commodore. So all the drivetrain out of the Tirana went into the Commodore. Mm. So, a beautiful uh, car. Go yeah. and look at it. It's worth the trip. As I, I wonder where his Commodore ended up. Well, that's a good question. We should try and speak with him, actually. Yeah, yeah we yeah. should. It would be, be awesome to have him on. All right, look, I just want to quickly touch before we finish. We're running out of time here, but before we finish, IndyCar, Scott McLaughlin, congratulations. Second place on the Saturday in only his third IndyCar race. He's doing really well. Mate, and you know how you were taking the piss out of the mainstream media? I listened to him tonight on the way here talking about how uh, top 10 um, twice in two days, but no mention of coming second. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, from saying that someone's in the top 10 to second like that's <laughs> yeah so obviously they're confused with the Sunday race and they haven't looked at what the, what he where he finished on the Saturday race that's but that's incredible this is his rookie year yeah yeah. it's only his fourth race his fourth <laughs> race and he managed to play second that is unbelievable also I want to touch on just quickly uh, Tony Stewart looks like he's going to go top fuel racing with his new fiance um Leah, Pru- Leah Pruitt, sorry. Jeez, I had a mental blank then. Leah Pruitt. So uh, that'll be quite interesting to see the smoke. Tony Stewart, number yeah. NASCAR fame. Yeah, I, I didn't get the smoke. Is that his nickname? Yeah, that's his nickname, Smoke. Yep. Why do they call him Smoke? I'm not sure. I don't know. But he's always been known as Smoke during his NASCAR foray. So he'll be going top fuel racing. Now, now, isn't there a bit of an age difference between him and... So I'm going to... <laughs> Tony Stewart's roughly my vintage, so what is this? Leah, I think he's probably in a. I think yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> in her twenties? No, no, no. <laughs> she <laughs> might be thirty. Oh, she's in her thirties. I thought. Is she? Yeah. Is she? But still, yeah. But oh, hey, if they're happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he's been to Frank Hawley's uh, drag racing school, mm-hmm. um, and he's done a lap now. Yep. So how did he go? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what his ET was, but there's a there's a good video of it on uh, YouTube. You can watch it there. But yeah, I don't know his ET, but he looked pretty pretty versed in the car. Yeah, but he's he's multi talented, Tony Stewart. Do, yeah. do you think that he thinks he's getting too old for NASCAR? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And he's ready to roll out in the. <laughs> wheelchair I mean top fuel <laughs> I actually yeah. didn't know he was engaged to Leah I didn't know that I only found that out just very recently Tony Stewart could be engaged to whoever he wanted to mm, yeah. <laughs> congratulations on, on a, a, a nitro note uh, did you guys catch the outlaw nitro funny cars on mainstream TV Tuesday afternoon 
No. I've seen it what, on seven, like seven. Yeah, eight. yeah. Yeah, I've seen it before. Not, not frequently, but I've seen it on there. I just find that astounding. That I mean, because you know that is prime time. That's the kids get home from school, and mm. seven mate is likely on their their uh, list of stations to watch. Mm. If they're not on a device, I guess. Mm. I don't, I don't know. But I, I just thought it, and it was an incredible meeting too. So uh, uh, there was a couple of cars that dipped into the five thirties. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely amazing. And um, uh, the fifty seven didn't win. No, oh, yeah, I know. Wow, look at you! I'm sure controversy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't in New Zealand. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that's it. I think we've gotten through the show tonight. Um, look, thanks, guys, for coming in. Any other closing thoughts, or Brendan? What are you up to? You got, you're taking a bit of time off now. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I was checking before I walked up here to see if a video had finished rendering. I got peeps. I've only done one out of. There was fifteen cars there, so yep. I got every pass. Mm. So. Okay. <laughs> Lots of video editing. Well, we got a bit of come. work for you to come up as well. We got we're we're planning a few events, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that off air. But off there's line. there's no events you're uh, covering now. That's it. Yeah, unless there's another track hire. Um, that's it for a little while yeah oh actually there might be a couple of Wanneroo coming up like the the last time we went out there for I can't remember what um, it was for Nightmaster so if there's another event like that with some of those cars we'll try and jump on and get some cameras in there and get some footage um, the, cool is it behind the, behind the sport yeah those guys were down there as well so I caught up with them at Barbagulla and at Quinana during the season so Try and try and get out a bit more and get some more footage. So we've got a bit of a break now, yeah. Yeah, for drags. Yeah. Yeah, I don't unless well, there's still like the weather pending time to have a couple more private days, I guess. But in terms of the, the season's finished for for now, till starts up again. Excellent. And Simon, yourself, work, work, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Um, hopefully getting down to the ARC round. So, again, uh, Ross Tapper, Dave Smith, the rally. Um, they're actually doing a new Bunbury stage this year on the Friday night, um, May 21st. So hopefully getting in down there and get some footage, see what I can do. This is ARC you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, so rally. Wow. And, on um, a Friday night in yeah. Bunbury. Okay. That's new? Yeah, yeah that's new. So I that's... Gonna say, I don't um, recall that. That should be good. Uh, traditionally, normally they have a super special stage in Busselton. I actually haven't even read if they're having that as usual. But yeah, um, that should be something different. And Well, let us know the dates of that, I'd like to. Yeah, 21st of May. And I don't think there's much else on the radar. Um, there's a few events I'll prig out and cover where I'm going to have Phil Morley on shortly. Yeah, we need to get that locked in, locked away. Um, Can we do that for our next episode? Yes, okay. I'll message him. He's very listening, so I'll message him. Yep. And also, so two hey, weeks. Yeah, two weeks today. Because there will be a round of the speed event series down in Albany on mm-hmm. the long weekend in June. Yep. So that's so, perfect timing for that. And they are running the Mount Clarence Hill Climb. And if they announce a lockdown, you guys will leave the night before. Yeah. I won't be going <laughs> to the Albany event. Todd, I've had no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, 
Uh, yeah, as I said, no comment. But I think that's there's some other events coming up. Um, I will probably have more to say next podcast, next episode, next radio show. Okay. Everywhere you can find us. Which you haven't actually done tonight. Where can you find us? I'd have. I've done it a few times. Uh, have you? Stitcher. Once. Um I should now got me in the hop. Talkabout.com.au. Wherever you buy your oh no, you don't buy them, do you? Wherever you get your podcasts from. Or yeah. eighty eight point five FM. I've said that heaps of times tonight. Good Saturday check. mornings, eight thirty to ten AM. There we go, thank you. Eighty eight point five FM. Eighty eight point five where the valley comes alive. Yeah. On that note. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. All right. See you. Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.